This is the AdLib Music Podcast. Have you been looking for someone to walk alongside you in your worship leadership journey? We love worship leaders. AdLib Music is an organization of worship coaches that is deeply committed to eradicate isolation and burnout so that you bear much fruit. Part of our mission is to give you resources, and this is the Worship Fertilizer from AdLib Music. We went on an epic road trip. I mean, I think 2,249 miles with a family of eight, including a three-month-old in our Honda Pilot, classifies as epic, at the very least. (laughs) It was an adventure, I say, not a vacation, but a memorable one. It's great. Well, at one of the hotels in Tennessee, my kids were craving the treasures held by the vending machine around the corner from our room. Well, sadly, it was one of those vending machines that was hungrier than they were. It gladly accepted their money and then did nothing. Oh, come on, man. But not all vending machines are like that. You can totally get nourished by them. I mean, if you choose wisely enough. I've even seen refrigerated ones with sandwiches in them. You know how it works, right? Number one, you smooth out your crumpled dollar bill by rubbing it on the side of the machine back and forth. You insert it carefully in the bill acceptor. You try it again because it rejected it, right? You pick your favorite granola bar, noting carefully which battleship number it corresponds to. Let's see here. You press E4 and pray that it falls without getting lodged. You press open the bottom door and presto, self-service at its best. (laughs) I was recently at a worship service that felt really similar. Like I was standing in front of an opportunity to worship if I so desired. See, I felt like the team was impersonating a vending machine. Like we were free to worship, but there was no leadership, no serving. It was really help yourself. And I did that morning. I I distinctly remember having the thought, well, I can get bent out of shape because they're not leading us. Or I can just choose to press E4 and worship. And that's fine. I mean, I, I get it. We all lead like that sometimes, but our congregations need more from us. They might not know that they have change in their pockets or what buttons to press or their nutrition might even get snagged on its way down by the songs they didn't like, the volume they didn't prefer, or their own lives shouting back at them. They need us to lead them with kindness, clarity, authority, and sensitivity. And that's something a vending machine can never do. So let's tie on our aprons each week and serve our congregations like dear friends that we've invited over for a wonderful meal. And here are just a couple of ideas. Number one, multiple on-ramps. Like you're ready at 10 o'clock, usually, uh, but most of the congregation sure isn't. I mean, you can give a welcome at the beginning, but people come in late and, and they also aren't ready from go. They might need a minute. And depending on the length of your set, you could have several calls to bring people along, not multiple welcomes, not many sermons, short invitations, helpful clarifications, inspiring connect the dots. If you don't, people might stay on the access or feeder, frontage, service roads, whatever you call them in your part of the country, rather than getting on the Psalm 84.5 highways to Zion. So have multiple on-ramps for your people. Number two is begin with songs that magnify and praise God, right? If worship is a response to the revelation of God, then it's helpful in leading worship to call our attention to who God is. 
Starting a set with an intimate prayer song can certainly work, but you need to set it up well. Generally, beginning with songs that talk about God more than our experience is helpful. So look for words like magnify, extol, praise, bless, worship, etc. to begin activating the congregation. So choose those initial songs really carefully. And number three is respond for the love. I mean, none of us have it go the way we planned every time, right? So if the congregation doesn't seem to be engaging, for the love, do something. I mean, first, ask God if you should do something, because maybe it's fine. Just keep going. He might say that, but ask him. Make eye contact with your pastor or the leaders to see if they're tracking. Get an idea of, okay, they look like they're really engaged. Maybe this is okay, and maybe I'm seeing things. Uh, Maybe I just need to wait and create some space, like just take a break or linger on a chord progression or just have a moment of silence or something. Just wait. You might need to cut the song short and just move on to the next one. Like, this is not working. Let's just get out of this and let's move on. You might let a scripture reading lead the worship. So just take out your scripture, take out your Bible and and read a psalm or read a, a, a meaningful scripture that might tie into the song that you're about to sing. Like, let that lead the worship. And the last idea is just ask for participation. I mean, if you say something as simple as like, hey, can we sing this together? Or um, let's focus our hearts on the Lord in an intentional way. Saying things like that can really be helpful just to giving people the permission to get in. So respond is the third idea. Our congregations, man, they need us to be more than just vending machine worship leaders, don't they? And so as we serve heroically week after week, let the words from Galatians 6-9 resonate within you. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Thanks for listening today, and stick around for some more conversation in a minute. You might be wondering what coaching looks like. How does it work? How much does it cost? We'd invite you to schedule a free 30-minute coaching session, no strings attached, simply to answer your questions and get to know each other. You can do that by going to adlibmusic.com and then click contact in the upper right-hand corner. We look forward to seeing you on the inside. Multi-instrumentalist, guitar player extraordinaire, Coach Jim Rahalski in the house with us today. What's up, Jim? Not too much. Always excited to be here with the great Dave Helmuth. <laughs> uh, so let's start off with this question. We're talking about vending machines as kind of a metaphor for worship teams that aren't really leading us actively. There's kind of a real spiritual question here out of the out of the front. And what's what's your favorite thing to get out of a vending machine? Like, what do you go for? That is a tough one because nothing it, pops it, to mind. Every once in a while, you see the vending machine that has those little, like, tasty cake cinnamon roll. Um, <laughs> what are they called? Wow. Uh, no, they're, they're like iced, mm-hmm. and they're they're large. I can't think of what they're called. Yes. Um, Honey buns? No. 
something like that. But yeah. uh, anyway, there's only a few brands that I'm not allergic to because of that bad allergy. Yeah. But yeah. every once in a while, I'll see it, and I, I just have to make change. Like, That's I'll hilarious. find a stranger on the street and break dollars <laughs> that I have because I just, they're so bad for me. Wow. And they're so inappropriately satisfying because you eat it and you're like, halfway through you're sick because it's so much and it's so much sugar and just it's just huge but like no matter how many times it hurts me i'll always go back you know what i mean like i'll just see one or i'll see one at turkey hill and i'm like there it is done and i get it and i go i know halfway into this this isn't gonna go well but i just need it like it's so good wow you gotta i gotta get a cheat day somewhere though because i can't have all that other dairy stuff yeah something that i can have is so enticing i mean i think my probably go-to is like watch them call it that's a that's a candy bar or just a snickers i don't know sucker for those things but maybe the next question is have you ever rocked a machine to get stuff out of it no i've never done that because i would be so afraid that i to be in a, trouble a, oh to get in trouble not yes. to get killed by it no i'm to no, get in trouble yeah i oh, i feel word. like the second i did that someone would come running in and now wait and it, be a whole thing. is that if is that if you like just walk up to it and you start shaking it or is like you like it you put money in and it didn't give you what you wanted yeah no i'd get someone I'd find wow. somebody. I'm see. I would just walk past one mm-hmm. and look like, hmm. I bet I can knock that thing out. Like back in you know, yeah, back in college, a long well, time ago. They often don't fight back. That's thanks. That was a very Jeremy kind of comment. You know, wasn't it? Oh, that's good. Spent too much time with them. So, um, as a as a member of the congregation, what's your response when you notice that like it feels like the team's not leading? the congregation much or do you have 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 you experienced that i don't know that i have a response in the moment as much as i have a a reflection Mm. afterwards yeah i think in a in a setting where i don't feel like i'm and i don't always want to put the responsibility on somebody else you know sometimes i'm not paying enough attention in that kind of a setting but in um in a setting where it's something that's very routine i kind of think back to my university days because we had chapel every day of the week Mm. and that was super like kids who are working just as hard as you you know staying up till four in the morning working on papers then going in and doing the worship service at nine in the morning where they were just as out of it as you were most of the time yeah. so a lot of that a lot of those dimensions i would find myself stuck or attracted to elements of the worship service and not the worship service mm. i would pay a lot more attention to a drum pattern um, or, or something that stood out to me if something was mixed a little EQ'd weird or, or stood out in a way that I didn't feel like it or if um, I'd really pay attention to a harmony that a vocalist was doing and not in a judgmental way just I'd get really caught up in that yeah. or, or the lights you know some something yeah, yeah. some element of it that would be normally I would just think that oh that's all great that it's working together but it doesn't feel like it's working together yeah. you know what I mean I'm not absorbed into the experience and so therefore I'm admiring almost like a car show and less like driving it. You know what I mean? Like I'm just looking at it and saying, oh, this is nice. That's a nice touch. That was a nice move. I like how the band cut there or I like how they did this rhythm together. And and I'd find myself maybe halfway through a song realizing that I've only been, you know, thinking about like, oh, I'm only paying attention to the bells and whistles and I'm not focusing on driving the car. Yeah. um, Which is really like, just stop you for a second because that's, you know, we, we pay attention more than the average congregation member does i mean any worship team member that's true of but think about how if there's not somebody drawing them in somebody leading them how much we miss the point Mm -hmm. like you're just saying like if we're not being led it's very very easy to miss the point i mean you're always gonna have the people who are just like they're in no matter what doesn't matter 
but like for the the majority of the congregation, like you're just giving them lots and lots of reasons to check out, to think about things that don't really matter, mm-hmm. which is really scary. And in the in the fertilizer, we talked some about kind of what to do about it, but I want to flip it a little bit and, and talk about why is it that we don't do that sometimes as worship leaders? Like, why is it that we that we end up being like the vending machine? Like, can we can we just do the vending machine today? Because haven't you had like I've had that feeling of like I kind of want to just hide a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Maybe there's you know some stressful relationships happening or things with the sound are, are messed up or you know I've just I'm having a personal thing that I'm dealing with. Like, why is it that we as worship leaders go there sometimes and ab- kind of, in my words, abdicate our responsibility. I think some of it, I think there's a, there's a handful of reasons we could pick from. I'm sure. So I, we're definitely not going to nail it. I'll lay back on the couch now and you can uh, yeah. dissect <laughs> my, my notebook my out. brain. Yes. Um, I, there's so many reasons that you could point to. Um, but I think some of the ones that I know I can, I can pull from my own experience of um, is you've, you've set something up, and you almost you forget that the words themselves are not the life, hmm. and it's it's a it's a cooperative relationship between the integrity and the spirit of the song. You know, you pick songs, you try to pick songs that create an overall experience. You know, you don't just pick. Well, here are my five songs for the week. I'm going to throw them in there, and we'll do them well. And and you could do them well. But there's something to like, you pick the songs because of the way that they lead towards the message, or you pick the songs because of something that's happening in the congregation, or you pick the songs so that they, they guide through a theme of, of whatever, the, a season that the church is going through, or a, or a theme of messages that the church is going through. But mm-hmm. you, you have a, a plan, and sometimes it's easy to think, well, this is going to speak for itself. Yeah. And there's a truth. There's there's a 50% of the road. Right. You know, Sometimes it does. There, there is a truth to the fact that when you pick the right stuff and, it, and you hear people say after a service, they go, oh, that song, and then hearing that message, or, or after hearing that message, and then getting that song to close, it was what God, you know, purposed and moved in that moment. And that's great. But you don't want to take your hands off of that and just say, well, I picked the right songs. I'm going to let the songs do the hard work. Yeah. Um, as I think that, but I know for myself... Sometimes I'll think, and I feel bad saying this, and uh, <laughs> if only my, as long as my boss doesn't listen to this podcast, <clears throat> sometimes I'll think, I'll see people not engaged, and I'll think, how can you not get engaged with this? Hmm. It's doing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this song, yeah. do you're you not listening to the words? Like, yeah. get, and I'm not that snarky about it, but I just, in my mind, I'll see the, the, the lack of engagement, or I'll even feel myself, and then I'll feel myself not engaged with it and that's when i realized almost in hindsight like i'm like oh you're not engaged possibly or to some degree because i'm not engaged and i'm letting this kind of i'm trying to let the song carry the worship instead of the team and if that were the case and i'll say this to, to every situation if the songs were the worship then we could then we'd be much better off playing cds did you hear the sound of the mic dropping no because they're very expensive mics well that's true we didn't drop the mics (laughs) Yeah, no, that's and that that is a great point. If the if the songs are enough, like if if it doesn't matter to what that we're up there, then yeah, play play the recording by all means. It'll sound more polished. It'll sound it'll sound better than than anything we even even the band doing it live will admit that. Yes, like right, you hear right. a, you hear your favorite worship album, and you think it's great, and they'll tell you that they can never do it as well as this. There's just too many 
too many things that go in behind the scenes yeah. to create that polished sound that you can't recreate. And, and when you're listening to something live, you almost don't want it that way. You know, you, you want to hear good things. You don't want it to be rough all around the edges, but you want to hear, you want to feel like you're in the room while it's being created mm -hmm. and you want to be a part of the humanity of what that is. And, and that's why, like, I don't know if everybody suffers from this, but I know I do. If I'm walking on, like, if, I'm, if I go to an event or I go to something and I hear a live band, I can tell from very far away whether it's cam music or a live band. Just sure, even yeah, if it's yeah. too far away to like see anything or, or really yeah. get it, you just hear the certain way it comes through the air, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, that's a real band." Yeah, and then yeah. you run down the, you know, macadam or whatever to get to the other side of the event. And you go listen to the band, but um, I know that like you just hear the difference, and yeah. there's something about there's some kind of energy and there's some kind of life in it being created, at, that you're a part of it in that experience. Yeah. yeah. So when you're feeling the congregation disengage and you're also feeling disengaged, the best thing to do is just close your eyes and make it to the end of the song. No. No. I thought I was I was with you for a second. You're like, just close your eyes and I was like, Yeah, good, where's he going with this? Where's he gonna, no, he gonna pray? The, no, the best thing that you can do is is get engaged yourself. Hmm. Is um and you can there's there's no such thing as it's it's not savable. Like yeah. I don't I think that people just like people who don't play music. People who don't lead worship or people who don't have that experience, they're not going to, it's not going to register the same way to them. They're just going to know it doesn't feel the same. They're not going to be thinking, oh, he doesn't care about this right now. So now I don't care. Or maybe nine times out of 10. I'm sure you always get somebody who can smell you from the other side of the room. But um, there's there's so much to be said in, in the way music is absorbed versus how it's created. Mm. And I even teach this with people who are learning instruments. The listener hears it and accepts it as it's happened already. Whereas the performer or the person producing the music has to be on the front end of it and kind of gives it one syllable at a time, almost like a keyboard. You're typing out one letter at a time, even though you're typing in words. You know, anyone who's, who's past a certain level of, of typing, um, yeah. they don't type one letter. They type the words. No single finger peckers? Yeah. Well, <laughs> even, even those people, though, they're still building, you know, once you get to a point, you're still building a word. Yeah. Right, and, right. um... But as you're reading an email, you don't read it one letter at a time as it was typed. Yeah. And so I think the same rings true for your engagement. I think you can be disengaged, but I think that if you start to become engaged, people will receive it on the and accept it as oh, what it is. Like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I feel differently about this now. As yeah. opposed to, oh, I see what he's doing there. He's trying to be more interested in it. I, I think that doesn't okay. come up. I think that's the fear. Yeah. Is that we're like, well, I can't get engaged now. I want to fake it. Yeah. Fake, man. I can't do it because everyone's going to see through it or, or I'll fake it. Yeah. So there, I think if you just earnestly, you know, create that environment in your own heart and your own mind and, yeah. and on the platform, um, that it will carry in a moment, just like people accept a chord change, hmm. you know, we all change chords together and they kind of catch it up oh, afterwards. He just got lit up there. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that it's That's uh, good. And I think, you know, I think for me, the, the, the thing that I do to get re-engaged when I'm when I have lost that is simply well, it's one of two things. One is like what I'm actually saying is one, like what and and like connect with those words. Um, but the other one is I think far more powerful is is to turn my heart towards the Lord and you know it kind of like it's almost like I'm I turn and face Him and it's like hi God, hey how are you? Like I almost have that kind of a tiny conversation with him, and just like ah, oh, I'm missing this. What am I even doing here? Mm -hmm. Okay, help me, help me get this, Lord. Like I have this, and I might be singing the whole time I'm doing that, you know. But but I'm 
I'm reconnecting at a really deep level where I haven't. So, good thoughts, man. Good thoughts. Here's to getting some good uh, snacks from vending machines and to not having to experience vending machine worship when we're gathering together. Well, you kept saying E4. Was yeah, your, uh, E4. Was your button for good I've always been partial to F8. I feel really? like that's more the vent, my vending machine number. Huh. Yeah. I wonder where I went with E4. At That in itself is, is an afternoon of personal exploration. That's true. Okay, well, I'll come back for another session in a couple of weeks, Doctor. It's the only Thank time you, Doctor, doctor <laughs> will ever go in front of my name. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Rahowski. It's been very good to be with you today. Always a pleasure to be here Thanks hanging out at the AdLib studio. <laughs> Check you next time. Music for this episode is brought to you by The Light, The Heat. Check them out on iTunes. Thanks so much for joining us for today's podcast. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and include one takeaway from this episode when you leave a review on iTunes. And if you send us a question to podcast at adlibmusic.com, we'll be sure to answer it in an upcoming episode. To find out how to grow personally, go to adlibmusic.com slash contact and schedule a free 30-minute coaching session today. You've got what it takes to lead like a champion. The Lord bless, protect, sustain, and guard you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you with favor and surround you with loving kindness. May the Lord lift up his face upon you with divine approval and give you a peaceful heart and life.